peace family happy sunday welcome back to air it the fuck out i'm so excited that you made your way back for episode two i don't take it for granted thank you so much for tuning in and coming to kiki keep in mind this is not your traditional podcast it's not going to be politically correct nevertheless let's get it Hey y'all, it's your girl, Queen Smoke. Many of you are wondering why I chose a podcast as my platform. To keep it real with you, I don't want to be looked at. I want to be listened to. I know if I got your attention, I can get into your head. Now, I'm going to need all the bitches, all the niggas, and all the bitch niggas to leave the building. Because it's time to air it the fuck out. This week, we will discuss um, struggle love. Is it worth it? Misleading red flags. Beware of predators. Void of love. Deposits versus withdrawals. Domestic violence and ride or die slash incarceration amongst black women. um, Related to two television shows. And then healing from the trauma of a toxic relationship and learning to trust. Welcome back to episode two of Air the Fuck Out. Once again, I thank you for tuning in. Your support means everything. Let me introduce you to this week's co-host. First, we have... K-Baby. And also... Dimples. I just want to thank you both for agreeing to discuss and talk about this topic with an open heart and for being transparent. I love and appreciate you both. Diving straight in, I wanted to touch on the topic of toxic Black relationships This issue is important to me because so many of our brothers and sisters, young and seasoned, find themselves in dangerous and unfulfilling situations and they label it love. I know no one signs up for abuse because it often blindsides the victim and escalates over time. The Urban Dictionary defines struggle love as a difficult relationship between two. A person who puts you through hardships, financially unstable and or emotionally unstable. So with that being said, K-Baby, is struggle love worth it to you? No, because I don't think it should be a struggle. When you love somebody, you shouldn't be struggling. Love should be easy. And dimples? No, love shouldn't be a struggle. You know, if you if you give them more than you're getting out of a relationship or if it becomes toxic or arguing all the time and you know to where you're not happy it's not worth it at that point right and I also think with struggle love it's more so catered to like the young black females as far as like you know if your man go to jail stick by him you know stick beside him um if you know your significant other is cheating on you you know to stay with him or to be mad at the female or whatever females, you know, instead of addressing the issues with him. Similar to, you know, like the baby boy story of Jody and Yvette. Um, I also believe that struggle love, you know, is kind of misguided to the younger generation, um, young men and women, you know, our black youth, as far as just what they see in social media and on reality shows, that love has to be toxic, that it has to be dramatic, you know, that you have to fight and bicker all the time. And I just believe that um, it shouldn't be that, you know, when it's hardships and I think hardships will be like a couple building together to get something, you know, setting a goal. 
Because what are we struggling for? What am I struggling towards? You know, and then eventually it doesn't end up working out because hopefully you grow as a person, you know, you grow as people. But I feel like it's very, um, it shouldn't be taken so serious because nobody should sacrifice their youth, you know, their morals, their values, even their time to raise somebody or to try to fix someone. You know, that's not what love is about. Love is patient, it's kind, it's, it's an action word, you know, and it, nobody should be burdened with the with the responsibility of raising another adult or, you know, being another adult's everything, you know, parental figure and things like that, stressing over another adult when they're making bad decisions. That's not love and nobody should sign up for that. What are some misleading red flags in relationships that many people, male and female, may overlook? Um, constantly drinking, verbal abuse, constantly putting each other down, fighting. I feel like all of these are red flags. And once you're in love with somebody and it starts to happen, I feel like you just look past it. Like, okay, once it's over, you guys are good again. Or just, I feel like once it happens, it's going to keep happening. Um, Dimples, do you want to add anything? Um, I feel like um, if somebody's trying to control you or what you wear, where you go, like the time you coming in, you know, who you hanging out with, those are all major red flags and those are things to look for. Right. I also believe that some misleading red flags, you know, may be, um, constantly like obsessively checking up on you wanting to know your every move like you meet them dressing a certain way and you know wearing makeup or looking a certain way having your hair done then all of a sudden it's like who you getting cute for you with me now and it's kind of like little nicks at your self-esteem with words you know and intimidation and then it's kind of like isolation why you hanging with them friends you know and you know you always run into your family so then you just kind of just develop the isolation, you know, and to, to please this person, you accommodate so much to where you lose yourself, you know? And I feel like that looks at, that looks like predators in our community. You have to be aware. Predators come in all shapes, forms, looks, you know, it may be like a ladies man or, you know, someone that um, doesn't have any intention of being in a relationship with you. Um, you gotta really recognize your mental state when you're looking for love. Is it because you really want like a family to build a legacy with someone or is it out of desperation to fill a void? Because you always gotta remember that when you are loving someone from filling a void, you're not even happy with yourself, you know? So then you're gonna get into a relationship with somebody and you're gonna expect them to make you happy when that's impossible and that's unfair to put your happiness and your feelings onto another person, you know? Relationships are supposed to be healthy to make you grow, to make you, um, feel and be better as a person to motivate you to be more you know trying to fix fuck fight your way into someone's heart is not the answer fighting other people you know um checking people's phones checking for text messages and social media checking for likes you know it's just it becomes exhausting after a while and like k-baby mentioned you know going through the motions of like you you let things pass so much that it goes worse, like it gets worse and worse over time, you know? So where something can be at, somebody looking through your phone, 
you know, and then, you know, the next step could be that they're responding to people in your phone. The next step to be that they break it because they're mad at what they see. So, like I said, you know, it is gradual. And then sometimes just recognizing your own trauma and your own dysfunction in the household that you grew up in or that or from life decisions that you're making, realizing that you sometimes want to it leads you to look for an escape into somebody else. But, you know, that can eventually lead you to becoming trapped from somebody else, you know, in an emotional cycle, um, physical, mental, you know, a cycle where you can't get out, a cycle where, you know, you're kind of ashamed to be in and you don't want to communicate with anybody because you know you deserve better. But once you kind of enter into these relationships, you have to really um, pay attention to the red flags and understand a flaw with a red flag. Like a flaw is something that can be worked on, you know, but a red flag, though, that's who they're all, that that's who people are. When you see red flags, you can't dismiss it. Cause that shows you their character. So if you try to write it off in your mind, like to make it, make it believe, you know, you didn't see what you saw or you didn't hear what you heard, or you, you know, this person is gaslighting and turning things back around on you. And you notice that you can't express your emotions or you know you you have to walk on eggshells around somebody that's not love and that's not healthy you know so just understanding that being aware um, of what you're looking for in another person being aware of what you saw growing up what you witnessed growing up being aware of choosing the same type of person so you can get out of a toxic relationship and then it could be a whole new person and it starts off great but it ends up right back into toxicity so being mindful of your responsibilities and and your role in relationships. I know that some of the content in this podcast may be difficult to hear and digest. That's the reason that I created it. I wanted my listeners to think and confront some of the harsh realities that our community deals with. I ask that you take care of yourself and I challenge you to try something different to get the healing that you need in order to flourish. I promise you that we are in this together. You're not alone. Now, back to the show. There's this show that I've been watching since 2014. It comes on TV One. It's titled Fatal Attraction. It's a show based on true crime stories. Um, Primarily, like, 99% of the episodes are of Black um, people. So, you know, different situations of where a woman murdered a man or got him. It was a hit for hire. You know, she got him murdered because of her feelings being hurt or played with. Um, a, a man doing the same thing, strangling his, his, you know, his woman, shooting, personal attacks, like in the head, different situations, but all stemming down to emotions, all stemming down to feeling played, all stemming down to if I can't have you, nobody will, you know? And that's like the epitome of toxicity. That's the epitome of, you know, stopping somebody from growing and even if it's not with you, you know? So I want to ask just like, why why do relationships get so toxic? Like how do we get how does it get to the point where it's like it's almost like it's no getting away from me? I feel like it gets to that point when you guys are each, with each other for so long. You guys are with each other, it's comfortable. Once you guys are comfortable, it's kind of hard to leave. It's hard to leave. Then that's the only person you really want. Right. Um dimples, do you think like what do you think of like why do relationships get so toxic? People know they need it out, but it's kind of a what do you, what is your opinion on that? Um, just not being on the same page. Like 
it could be communication, you know, lack of communication with each other. Um, just not being happy no more, you know, fighting, arguing, all that stuff can lead to being toxic. But once again, like I was saying, when you're together for so long, it is, it's kind of hard to get out. Like, you feel like, what if somebody else don't want you or they don't love you the same? So it's just like, let's make this work. We're going to fight and let's just make it work after. Right. I think like a lot of relationships in this day and age is kind of based on like the movie kind of baby boy, you know, where Jody and Yvette, they kind of fighting and fucking and it's another woman in the picture and those two women are at odds, you know, in certain relationships, especially like, you know, baby mama, baby fathers and they date other people, but they still connected with each other because they have the kids and, you know, this culture of sneaky linking and, you know, it just kind of gets out of hand. It starts off like cute and innocent, flirtatious and, like I said, people love to feel wanted. So those misleading those misleading red flags, like we mentioned earlier, you know, will come into play like, oh, he really want me. He chasing me. He calling me. He always where I'm at. You know, he always want to know about me. And, and then it like, you know, the cuteness wears off. And that's when people get kind of in these situations kind of stuck. And, you know, when you're choosing a partner, you want to make sure that it's equally yoked. I know you guys hear that a lot, especially with the elders, you know. Meaning that, you know, when you're in a relationship, make sure that you're not just getting withdrawals, that also somebody is making deposits in your life, meaning that they're not running you raggedy, stressing you out. Nobody that loves you will ever put you in harm's way, you know, will ever treat you bad. Nobody that loves you will have you feeling bad about yourself or insecure or feeling like they're not doing right by you. You know, it's, yeah relationships are difficult and they're going to be hard, but a healthy relationship, you're going to build towards being better people. You're going to build towards making each other better, holding each other accountable. And as soon as you incorporate violence or cheating or disrespect, you know, it gets really hard to trust that person. It gets really hard to constantly mend something that's getting ripped to shreds every argument, you know, or every situation. So, um, I also wanted to go into the show, another show on the same network. It's titled For My Man. So simple, um, similarly to um, Fatal Attraction, you know, primarily African-American women. And this show's premise is, you know, women standing by their man, being a ride or die, being at Bonnie, and will do things from murder, well, things from robbery, small as robbery, setting people up to get robbed, you know, luring men all the way up until murder. And these women go to prison and they serve, you know, anywhere from, depending on their cooperation, anywhere from a couple years to life, you know, some of them death. So I just wanted to know your opinion on the ride or die phenomenon. Like, do you agree with being a ride or die? What does that even mean? Do you think that that's something that you have done in a relationship? And did you like regret it or have you not done it in a relationship? Um, I haven't experienced that. So it's like, I feel like it comes from when you're with somebody and he goes to jail, he expects you to be there. Or if you guys done done something and he goes down for it, he going to expect you to be there. Right. And Dimples, do you want to add anything today? Um, I have experienced that. You know, I done followed behind a man, you know, and 
ended up in a whole lot of mess, you know, young, naive, like thinking you in love, you know, willing to like just do stuff you wouldn't usually do, you know, and at the end of the day, it's really not worth it. I, I agree with both of you. I feel like the ride or die mentality, like I said, if it's positive, you know, like build it from scratch as far as starting businesses and being supportive and um, making it work that way. But ride or die, meaning you have to get dragged through the mud, blood, sweat, and tears, putting in 15 years for a ring, having to deal with side women approaching you or, you know, arguing with you on social media. That's not worth it. You know, real love, um, if it's true love, a man is not going to put you in a position to where he has to lose you or where he has to embarrass you. He's going to fight for you. He's going to protect you. He's going to make sure that there is no other women because he's loyal, you know, and there are men out there. There are women out there like that. You don't have to get mentally played with physically assaulted to, for somebody to um, show love. That's not love at all. So I wanted to know dimples. Why is it important to be intentional with who you are in a relationship with? Um, because it's important to be on the same page and to know what both of you guys are looking for. You know, if you guys are both just dating and that needs to be known or if you're looking for something long term, that way nobody's getting played, nobody's playing games, you know, and everything's up front. And, okay, baby. How important is it to leave once um, you notice signs of abuse? I feel like it's very important. Once you notice, um, I was in a predicament and it started off with drinking and then just fighting. And then I'm like, okay, once he's sober up, everything's good. But then now every time he drink, we're fighting. And I'm like, okay, like once he's sober up, it'll be fine. But I feel like now the first sign I should have left because it, it didn't get better. It was, it got worse and worse and worse. And just the first sign, just leave. That's beautiful. Like, thank you guys for sharing. I also feel like when you dedicated for some, with two, so when you're dedicated to somebody, you love somebody. Um, one year become two, two become five, five become ten, and sometimes it's kids and involved, sometimes not. But you get so just accustomed to that person, and you think about the good times when you on bad terms, and they know how to, <clears throat> excuse me, they know how to reel you back in with the sweet talk or with the promises and. You know, I have felt for it before. I, I feel like we're all human. We all go through these things. But to be able to recognize when it's just draining you and not giving you, when somebody's bringing out the worst in you and you're noticing changes within yourself, that's when you should be mindful and cautious, you know, and knowing that being intentional with someone and having someone be intentional with you is that, you know, you know that no games are being played. You guys have a common goal as a couple. Lead into whatever you want it to be, you know, a partnership, marriage, businesses, whatever you want, but positivity, you know, and you guys surround yourself with that. You know, you're 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 speaking life into each other. You're not fighting. You're not tearing each other down, you know, um, and really learning to appreciate love and what it looks like and what it means so that, you know, you can be successful. And if you have like ever been in these situations, you know, just understanding that you could break up with somebody ended up in the exact same situation with another person, you know, being aware of your own toxic traits, your own toxic behaviors, you know, and 
kind of checking that, you know, growing from that, learning from that, because you want to get better. You want to choose better. Every relationship don't have to be toxic if you just make a note of, you know, what did I do wrong? What did I accommodate? Because that's what we do. We accommodate people, you know, and just recognizing that you don't have to accommodate, you know, love is not, it's not dramatic. It's very peaceful. Um, and everybody deserves that kind of love that brings out the best thing. My takeaway point that I wanted to address was just what advice or encouragement could you offer to a woman or, you know, a young woman or a young man who may be experiencing a toxic relationship? My advice coming from someone who has experienced it is that it takes time. It's not easy just getting out of a toxic relationship. It's hard. Like, no matter what your friends or family say, it's not easy just to get out of it. My encouragement is that leave your past in the past. Don't take it to the next relationship. Because something that I do that I notice is that whatever happened in the past, it'll take it to the next, to the next relationship. And it's not fair. And dimples? Um, I basically would just say get out. Like, it's not worth it, you know? Like K-Baby said earlier, people get comfortable, you know, especially if you have kids together and you guys arguing and fighting in front of the kids. It's very toxic. And, you know, as far as the men, sometimes you get females that, you know, just kind of want to use you and stuff. That's not healthy either. Thank you both. I also feel when it comes to young women, you know, um, that they should just, you know, be mindful. Like, watch how he treats his mom. Like, if you hear him saying, like, oh, my mama a bitch. Like, you don't want to – people going to get frustrated with their parents, but see how they how he relates to his mom. Does he have a relationship with his father? Does he harbor anger? You know what I mean? How is he acting with um, relatives? Do he Is he one of them people, like, I'm not close to my family or things like that? I want to um, say something about the mom part. I agree with that because I had experience, I've experienced both sides. Like I've been with somebody that's very disrespectful to their mom and that relationship was a toxic relationship. And then I've had somebody that respects their mom so much and it's just very different. Like I've seen two different sides. So I feel like that's very important to be mindful of. I also feel like with the young men, like sometimes, you know, looks can overtake you, you know, you kind of lust after somebody and that lust does not equal compatibility. Lust does not equal love, you know, just because somebody is a good fit, you having the best sex of your life, but the stress outweighs the good times and the only good time you have is in bed. That's also something you got to consider because remember, sex leads to life. You know what I mean? Sex, whether you have a condom, she could say she on birth control. If this person, if you have nothing in common with this person outside of the bedroom, that's something you want to consider. Because if something happen, happens, mistakes, you know, um, slip ups, and that becomes your baby mother or your baby father, that's a lifetime partnership. You know what I mean? Whether you're together or not, whether you're arguing and keeping each other from the kids or not. You want to be mindful of who you land with. You know what I mean? It's not glamorous and it's not um, smiled upon to choose people that you know are not good for you. You don't want to have ties with people when you could have just walked away. When, you, when you're in a relationship and you see things and you still want to stay, you want to stay, please remember that a ring, a threesome, and a baby don't change anything. You know, 
It only reveals, it all, it's only going to amplify what you're already going through. So if you had a toxic relationship, a baby is not going to patch it up and bring you, bring you guys together. It's only going to reveal your problems even more. And now it's going to be a child suffering in that hostility. You know what I mean? In that bubble of sadness and anger and abuse. And if it was a loving relationship, you know, a child or a marriage or whatever will amplify that situation, you know. But when you constantly chip at who you are to accommodate somebody, you're going to lose yourself, you know. Then it's not fun anymore. Then you just can't get out and it becomes just a mindless, like, where you're physically there, but your mind is gone, you know. And your kids are going to see that. If you have children, they're going to see the fact that, oh, mommy stays. So when they grow up, my mom and dad stay together, you know, or my mom, my dad had all these different kind of women around or my, you know, my mother had all these different kind of men around, then kids will start to connect that and start to mimic that, you know? And so you want to make sure that you're just using common sense because your heart can misguide you, that you're using common sense and that you're just taking account of what you're choosing. Be honest. Like if you like, if you offer, like, you know, if you like somebody calling you out your name, if you like somebody um, fighting with you, you know, if somebody is bringing out the worst in you, you getting sent to jail, you're having a kid that you can't see, um, you know, for the women calling your family on somebody when you're, you know, making up lies on somebody, get it, putting them in harm's way because you're upset. That's wrong. You know, love is not going to hurt you. Love is not going to, you're supposed to be vulnerable with love. You're supposed to be able to give your all with love, you know, and the examples that we see are not, not good examples and they're not beautiful examples, you know. Just for the young men and women out there, take your time. Sometimes you feel like you have to be married by tomorrow when you meet somebody, you know? You feel like um, even when it's a relationship based on sex, you know, you're just hooking up with somebody or it's a sneaky link. Feelings develop, you know, for both sides. Feelings develop. And even though you don't have a, you say that it's just, you know, uh, we just linking up when we want to have sex or whatever. Eventually, you know, somebody's going to catch feelings no matter what you agree to. And when, when somebody is hurt, they become unpredictable, meaning that their logic goes out the window. And now it's just emotions running. That's why a lot of people are in jail, you know, related to the fatal attraction show. A lot of men and women are locked up because of being hurt and not and feeling played and, you know, wanting to get the last laugh, you know, and that ended up with taking somebody's life. So just not playing with people, being honest, and also learning to love yourself and learning your and loving, um, learning to enjoy your own company. You do not always need a warm body beside you. You don't always need a relationship. Sometimes it's good to know who you are outside of other people so that you can rely on yourself. So if people come and go, it won't affect you. You won't always be depressed. You won't always feel like, who am I without this person, without this woman, you know? And in, in particular for my men, you know, a lot of you that I, you know, I noticed in our community, you like to hop from woman to woman. If somebody don't allow you to do something, you'll get with the next one really quickly. And you, by the time you're 50, you know, you're looking up and um, relationship-wise, you don't have a connection with anybody. You don't have love. You know what I mean? You don't want to be that woman or that man that has spent their whole young life fighting and fussing and traumatizing their kids. And then you get older and expect that you keep having good people. Um, if you have a good person, you got to cherish that person. If you can't, let them go. You don't want to damage somebody because you're damaged. We want to end that. That's the problem, you know? Too many people playing with people. And I have been through a situation where my feelings was played with for five years, you know? Getting out of the situation, it left me really sad. It left me really low, you know? But if the other party would have just been honest, it's, you know, different to digest. You know, honesty is the best policy. And you just want to make sure that 
you know, you're, you're putting your best foot forward in a relationship so somebody can somebody can meet that. You don't want to, uh, like, I'm so done with matching energies. Let's raise vibrations in our relationships, you know. Let's make them wholesome. Let's make sure we're happy and that we're also speaking kindly to others and treating our partner how we want to be treated. When we come and we give our best outside of the house sometimes, outside of our homes and relationships, when we go to work, we we smiling and we happy. You know, when we're around our friends, we're giving them our best selves and then we come home and we at war, you know. That's supposed to be your most, um, your best relationship, your strongest relationship, the one with your partner. Well, ladies, we've reached the end of our second episode. And once again, to our listeners, we thank you for tuning in again. Um, Thank you, K-Baby. Thank you, Dimples. Do you guys have any final thoughts on anything we discussed today? Yes, my final thoughts are this was a very emotional topic. Um, I just want to let you guys know you guys are not alone. Like, you guys are not alone at all. And thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. And Dimples? Um, I just want to say thank you for having us and I'm looking forward to more podcasts. This is a really good topic and I feel like it's not talked about often and more people need to hear about it and I can't wait for the next Absolutely. Um, to get in touch with us, you can shoot us an email at officialairittfout at gmail.com. That's officialairittfout at gmail.com. You can also follow us on TikTok at airittthefuckout. TF will be for the fuck and make sure to turn those notifications on and if you fuck with the show please leave us a review once again it's your girl queen smoke hey baby dimples see y'all next week it's a wrap <laughs>